Welcome to the Sing Better Fast podcast, the podcast exclusively for serious and passionate vocalists. You are now part of a professional group of smart and motivated singers who want to become masters of the voice and inspire millions with our music. Get all of our podcast episodes, notifications for upcoming events, new podcast releases, and other vocal resources at singbetterfast.com. Now here are your hosts, Jamie Vendera and Ben Valen. Hello, everyone. This is Ben again, back at you with another Sing Better Fast podcast episode. And here with me, I have my buddy, Jamie. We are going to do another exciting episode. And so, Jamie, what's on your mind? What are we doing today? Don't sound so excited. (laughs) That's better. Uh, I don't know. I got the number three in my mind. Like, I like to eat three burritos right now. I'm so hungry. But can we do something with the number three? You have any ideas? Give me something, anything. Let's just Actually, shoot it I can, the I, head. For, I, I normally go for three pizzas at a time. I don't know what the three burritos is about. I guess you're like, a bit of a like, lightweight. Like the three, <laughs> the three big things for singers. <laughs> something. Let's just make it up as we go. Yeah, the three, three big things. So, the three big things this is a concept Jamie and I came up with just actually a little bit before recording He's this. Uh, we normally right now. <laughs> So, so what we do is, for those who are curious, what we do is Jamie and I have sort of a, a super secret special hidden list of <laughs> podcast episode ideas. And we just kind of, you know, every once in a while, we just, we have a line or a sentence or a paragraph that comes to mind. And then we just write it down and then we add it to our list of podcast ideas. And then whenever we go to record a podcast episode, we just pick one or two. And then we just kind of, you know, from there, we figure out what we're going to say in the actual episode. So one of the, ideas um is the big three things and the big three things are things that you can and should do throughout your day and week in order to maximize your ability to sing better in order to get the fastest progress in the shortest amount of time and get the biggest benefit and reach that vocal goal of yours whatever it is whether that's singing better at karaoke, whether that's starting a band, whether that's singing better in your church choir, whatever your vocal goals are. The the idea of the three big things is to help you get there quickly with as little time as possible. So let's just go ahead and jump into them. So the first one is learning time. And I have spent quite a great deal of time recently in various Facebook groups for singers and musicians. And there are some Facebook groups for songwriters, some Facebook groups for people who strictly want to work on um, screaming and growling. There are Facebook groups for vocal teachers, all sorts of stuff. And so for a lot of these groups, a lot of people post videos. And I watch these videos, and no offense to any of these singers, but it's pretty clear to me that they have not put the time into studying and learning vocal technique. Um, and I may I, that might sound kind of mean of me, but that's factually accurate. Like, I can just tell, like, this person likes singing, they enjoy songwriting, and they're enjoying themselves, and they put the videos up. That's great. They like it. That's fine. That's good. Um, nothing wrong with that at all but it's clear that their vocal technique isn't there. Like after just one line in a verse, they're out of breath or they're incredibly breathy or pitches all over the place. And that tells me they have not learned or they have not practiced. And so, but I think for most, I don't, well, yeah, I'd say think for most singers, it's just the learning time. 
Like if, if you don't spend the time to learn, it doesn't matter what you practice. If you practice the wrong thing, you're not going to get there. So you need to learn what you're supposed to be doing in the first place. What is support? What is um, breath control? What is full voice? What are these things? And how do you use them? And a lot of singers, for whatever reason, just don't put in the time to learn. I think some people have sort of a a chip on their shoulder of, oh, well, I've never had to take a vocal lesson. <laughs> and, you know, and it's sort of like this arrogant thing of, oh, I've never, eh. you know, like that's not, that's nothing to really be proud of. I mean, that's that means you're not doing as well as you could. That's what that means if you've never learned. Um, so that's just a small rant of mine on learning. Jamie, anything on learning? No, you know, it's uh, we, we see this every day. You know, and if you're a Vendera Vocal Academy member, I won't say that there's a redundancy in there, but you'll notice that I repeat a lot of the concepts, but I try to do it in different ways to help you grow and learn. I'm a learner myself. I'm always learning. Uh, lately, you know, I've been studying with Dr. Dennis Oglu, and I actually just studied John Henney's course, New Science of Singing, and absolutely loved it. Talking about formants and, you know, how the harmonics come into play, because I want to learn. I want to learn from my students, and I will have a lot of people. We see this on groups and emails and messages. Jamie bought your book, absolutely loved it, read it four times. What is placement? I don't get it. Yeah, it, I mean, little things like that that we see again and again and again. <clears throat> and I'm thinking, okay, well, you haven't really read the book. Um, I wish I could remember what it was. I just had a lesson with an old student the other day, and he asked me something. And I said, well, this is a case where I want to tell you to go read in the book because <laughs> – we just covered it. It's in the book you profess to read, but I can tell you're not learning. You know, you're probably skimming through really quick, getting the parts you like, and not going forward. You have to – it isn't all about singing and doing the exercises. It's about learning, about understanding. So you need to watch yeah. the videos, to listen to the audio files, to read the PDFs, to read the, the printed books. And, and when you have a question – what I did, that's why I'm uh, that's why I'm a vocal coach. Uh, I question everything. And even when I went to MI in Hollywood, even though I had all the material, I questioned everything. And I kept other notebooks. I wrote down, well, why is this? Why do I have to breathe this way? Hmm, well, let me go over and study some stuff about yogi breathing. Oh, okay. I see why it makes sense for everybody to breathe this way. Blah, 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 blah. So I'm, I was always studying and learning. You can't be in love with the dream. You got to be in love with the, the here and now. You can love the dream, but you also got to want to succeed. So... Um, you have to put in that time. Quit thinking it's like school. You know, you, you love to sing, so love to learn. Yeah, definitely. And I'm going to sound like a broken record because I've said this so many times before, um, but the top performers in any field learn all the time a lot from a lot of sources. And so my one of my favorite recent examples, recent-ish examples, <clears throat> is Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps is the number one Olympic athlete ever in history. He recently broke the record for most number of gold Olympic medals on ever. And the previous record holder was hundreds of years ago. And Michael Phelps now has the record for the single greatest Olympic athlete in the world ever. And he has personal trainers. He has swimming coaches. He has people he gets nutritional advice from he has people he gets you know he he has all sorts of people giving him information teaching him he is the greatest athlete ever and he still learns 
Uh, same for singers. A lot of them at the very high level still learn quite a bit. Um, I know, Jamie, you've been mentioning uh, Dustin from Star Set. Um, James Labrie of Dream Theater studied with you. Just a bunch of very, very skilled, top-notch, well-known performers. Yes, they are good. Yet they're very good. But that doesn't mean they can't improve. They can. Everyone can improve. And so the top performers are unstoppable learners, never satisfied with knowing enough. I, they want to know. I've, go ahead. No, sorry. Uh, go ahead. Oh, okay. And and on the other side, take the lowest performers in any field. The lowest performers in fitness. The lowest performers when it comes to health or relationships or singing or any sort of athletic or musical or artistic anything. Take any of the lowest performers. So many of them have this attitude of, Oh, well, I don't need to learn from anyone. I'm natural. I'm gifted. I'm talented. I don't, you know, this teacher can't teach me anything. I'm not going to go read a book. And so one of my biggest pet peeves, and it's not just because, you know, I'm trying to say I know everything. I'm not saying that I know everything at all. I'm still also constantly learning, and I know Jamie is as well. But you hold yourself back if you have this attitude that you cannot learn from anyone else or you're unwilling to learn from anyone else. And if you're willing to learn from others, but then you don't actually spend the time to learn through going through the academy, listening to this podcast, you know, reading Jamie's books, etc., then it's it's pretty much the same thing, isn't it? If you aren't willing to learn, then you don't learn. If you don't spend time learning, but you say you're interested in learning, but then you don't spend time doing it. That's just like, that's the same thing. You're not learning. So you need to spend some amount of time per day, per week, learning about the skill, learning about your voice. Listen, I'm, <laughs> this was yesterday. I got one on each end of the spectrum and I won't, I won't say it cause this is my buddy, but um, his girlfriend was starting to work out and she's in good shape. She wanted to get more in better shape, and he's he's at least 30 pounds overweight. And I see him, she's talking about acid stuff. And the next thing I know, he gets on, he's coming up like, Well, well, your protein, and here's what I do, and you got to do this. No, you're not gonna lose weight like that. Da, 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 like an expert. And I'm and I wanted to I wanted to comment laugh and say, wait a minute, why don't you give yourself this same information <laughs> instead of spitting it out like you're an egotistic expert? Love the guy to death, but I was just blew my mind. On the opposite end of the spectrum, uh, one of my favorite singers, Tony Harnell from TNT, very good friends, and we hopped on Skype last night just to go over some vocal stuff. I mean, you know, he looks to me uh, as a coach as well, and I'm like, wow, this guy's a 30-, 40-year veteran, uh, and he's always learning. And, you know, I got him hooked on the pocket vogue, so that's it's like crack for singers. <laughs> so I, I Just got not as, as bad for your voice. Yeah, not as bad for your voice. I'm like, okay, Tony's like, yeah, man, let me get on Skype. I cut my pocket vogue, so I need your help. No, but uh, the fact is we'll, we'll have these vocal sessions, and there's many other singers that I wouldn't call students like Ralph Sheepers from Primal Fear, and we will – we will Skype and we'll go back and forth because we're we're learning from each other, you know. And I'm like, well, you know, how do you do this? Or they'll ask me something because that's that's what it's about. You can always learn from somebody else's aspect on life or on singing. Yeah, and quick note by the way. So, what we do as part of the Vendera Vocal Academy is we have 
at least once a month we have live group training sessions where Jamie, usually I, and then a bunch of singers in the academy will get together in sort of a group setting on Google Hangouts, and we'll just talk about vocal stuff. People will ask questions. Jamie will demonstrations, advice, et cetera, et cetera. On some of these, we've had uh, guest interviews. So you mentioned Ralph Sheepers from Primal yes, Theater. Um, Great interview. Incredible singer, incredible singer. Uh, very knowledgeable uh, vocal coach as well. And we've had him on. We've also had uh, Ray West. Um, he wrote Melody to Madness, right? Yes. Um, and Jamie, I know, you know, you've worked with him. And so that's one of the things we try to provide for Academy members is opportunities to speak with um, and learn from other experts that way. And that's just, a, that's that, that that's for two reasons. Number one is Jamie is, as as much as we all love Jamie, he knows quite a bit. He's 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 an expert, but there are other experts that we can learn from, and so we try to bring those people on board uh, whenever the opportunity presents itself. And also in the future, we'll have uh, some guest interviews with some uh, similar people on this podcast. But the other thing that does is it gives Jamie the opportunity to learn, and we all just have a great time. So that's something that's really really nice about the Vendera Vocal Academy. There are a bunch of other benefits. Um, and a bunch of other little cool stuff you get as part of the academy. So you can check that out at VenderaVocalAcademy.com uh, if you're interested in learning about that. But so so that is learning time. And so that's one of the big very few people. This is one of the big three. Um, and I spend a great deal of time learning. If you are ever in a Vendera Vocal Academy hangout with me, you'll see um, my bookshelf is usually behind me as I'm recording video. And I have... Uh, I think it's around 200 or so books uh, on my bookshelf. I haven't finished reading all of them. Some of them I haven't started yet. Some I've read multiple times. Um, but I have sort of this, I don't know, I just always want to learn more. I don't like not knowing the answer to a question. And so that drives me to learn, get more books, ask Jamie questions, get on these hangouts, et cetera, et cetera. And that is a very good thing, being able to learn that way. And so. So active step for you as the listener, if you don't already have learning time on your daily or weekly calendar, put it on there and stick to it. And if you don't know what to learn from or who to learn from, do a Google search, find some reputable coaches, go on Amazon, get some books. Jamie has uh, some books. There's plenty of material to learn from in the academy. There's the V24 program. There's a, uh, a bunch of stuff you can learn from. And um, that's that's what you should do. And before I move on to the next thing, one additional point on learning time. So imagine the president of the United States calls you. Imagine your favorite singer in the world calls you. Imagine, you know, if you're Catholic, imagine the Pope calls you. Just whoever, you know, someone like that. Imagine Oprah calls you. Imagine... Uh, James Labrie calls you. Someone is going to call you. And so they are going to set an appointment with you. And that appointment is at 1.30 p.m. on Sunday. So you get you get a call from um, the White House. And they tell you, hey, the president wants to talk to you at 1.30 p.m. on Sunday. Can you do it? You're going to say, oh, yes, absolutely. Yes, I'll be there. Just, you know, don't worry about it. And so you will do everything you can to make sure that you're available at 1.30 p.m. on Sunday. 
You're going to rearrange plans. If you need to cancel with other people, you're going to do that. You're going to skip your favorite TV show because 1.30 p.m., you are getting a call from James Labrie or Jamie Vendera or the president or whoever, Beyonce, Oprah. You're getting a super important call that you would not miss for the world. And you make this time commitment to this other person. Now, who is more important in your life? Are you more important or is that other person more important? If you would not miss an appointment with James Labrie, why would you dare miss an appointment with yourself? You matter more in your life than someone else does. And so if you say, I'm going to learn day afternoons starting at 1.30 p.m. for an hour and a half, you better honor that appointment because that is really, really important. If singing, singing matters to you, right? That is the point. So I know <laughs> kind of a long point, but you need to treat your appointments with yourself to learn, to practice, to improve with at least as much seriousness and dedication as you would an appointment with anyone else. That's deep, man. <laughs> that's why i've been smiling I'm gonna, that's deep man. you're gonna add that in <laughs> <laughs> that all was right. actually an excellent point though that was really cool all right let's all move right. on to you got to learn number two practicing practicing okay so that point that i just made about learning applies exactly to practicing as well that's practical and application of what you learned exactly and so um there's so um, I used to be a lot bigger into running than I am now. Um, but there was a an article I saw, and there was this, it was about this man um, who ran at least one mile every single day for like 17 years. He didn't miss a single day. Not one for 17 years. And he had a journal, and he had a bunch of them. And, you know, he started a journal, brand new journal. He used it until every single page was filled. Then he went to the next journal. And he has 17 years worth of journals. And a lot of his family and friends are just completely blown away that he has done this. And he was featured on, like, Runner's World magazine and a bunch of other, um, you know, fitness publications for this incredible feat that he's done. And... You think, oh, one mile, that's not a big deal. And then you think, 17 years every single day? Oh, man, that's hard. I can't do that. Uh, that sort of mental stuff comes in. But no, anyone could do that, right? This is philosophical position one or two. You know, yeah, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go listen to episode number one um, of the podcast. This is philosophical position one or two. Yes, this man did one mile or more running every single day for 17 years and you might be thinking oh well he has the time to do that i don't have the time to do that i don't have the time to practice every I'm single day for 17 so years so sick of hearing that i just don't have the time then why are yeah. you singing? you know you, you don't you don't find the time you make the time right and so um my point here is you have to apply what you learn and this gentleman who ran for all of this time, uh, I know he's a learner. You're not gonna you're not gonna run every day for 17 years without getting a running injury unless you like know what you're doing. Um, 
Same probably for singing. Uh, you may encounter some vocal issues if you all the time without knowing what you're doing. Um, and so you want to learn, yes, but you also need to apply what you learn. And so that could be as simple as a 24-minute vocal workout, which is what we teach in the V24 program. Um, that could be singing a few songs as you're driving to or from work. That can be your vocal warm-up in the morning while you're in the shower. There has to be some level of application. And so this brings us to a related point of you want to track this somehow, right? You want a diary. You want a spreadsheet. You want a notebook. You want some way to keep track of what you're doing. So Jamie has the ultimate vocal workout diary, um, which you can get on Amazon uh, for a few we bucks. Have a, we have a diary in, in Vendera Vocal Academy. Yep. Um, you know, if you've read my book, Mindset, you know, I'm a diary freak. Um, and I talk about keeping a diary in there. But, you know, singers will practice and they'll be like, I've been out to six weeks and I haven't done anything. Nothing's changed. But if they go back and look at that diary and they've kept track, like, okay, well, I've read five books on voice. Uh, you know, uh, it's in my diary. I've also been doing this exercise. Oh, my gosh. I, I gained a note. Now, a lot of you listeners like, whoop do doo one note. You do not realize how important that is, even if it only it takes you six weeks, because in 12 weeks, that person could have two notes, 18 weeks, three notes. So it's consistency, persistence, uh, you know, being dedicated to this. It's not about this instantaneous gratification, you know, that we we want. And I'm going to the gym. You know, I broke my ankle in Poland a few years ago. Uh, I teach stuff. I, I put out a book, Sing Fit, which I'm, I'm going to be honest because this is a very open and honest podcast. I was kind of ashamed to release it because I had gained some weight. I couldn't do cardio. And when I had created Sing Fit, I did it for the five weeks and I had literally uh, lost eight pounds of fat and put on 11 pounds of muscle. That is no lie. I had a doctor checking this, but then I gained some weight. So, uh, but now I'm back into it and, you know, I'm going to the gym and you get frustrated. You want it like all right now, but I'm not freaking out because I didn't have six pack abs yesterday. You know, I, I want them right. yesterday. Every singer wants an octave yesterday, but if you keep track and keep a diary and that's what they do in fitness, they keep a fitness diary, what they eat, yep. what exercises they do. That's how you're going to grow. So. So keeping the diary, so we have, you can get the Ultimate Vocal Workout Diary inside of the Vendera Vocal Academy. If you're a member, there is a simple uh, vocal workout diary in week one. So it, when, if you haven't joined the Academy, you can just join and you get access to that right away. There's another one in V24. There are a bunch of different templates and models you can look at. Um, I also keep a, uh, a workout diary for my, uh, my gym workouts. And so, and then I also keep, a log of all the food that I eat and what my calories, my carbs, fats, proteins are per day. And I can look at how am I doing trending week to week? Did I hit my calories four, five, six, seven days this week? And so now you might be thinking, oh, that sounds like a lot of work. Oh, okay. Well, two things about that. Number one, you don't have to go way overboard. Um, you need to start keeping track. You don't need to track every single little detail. You don't need to fill out a 37-page report on every single vocal workout you do, but you need some kind of way to track yourself. So don't think, oh my gosh, I have to do all of this stuff, and I need the perfect vocal workout diary, and 
oh my gosh, and now I need to go make one and now I need to learn how to use Excel and now I need to make a thing and now I need to print it out and it needs to be on this size of paper. And then you get caught up in all these details that aren't really, all that's doing is slowing you down. So number one is you don't have to have the perfect, amazing, best diary because if you spend all of your time obsessing over that, then you're never going to do it. Um, so you just start with something basic if you need to. Well, yeah, um, you know, um, I cut in front of you. Go right ahead. <laughs> okay. No. So the, just the second point I wanted to make was if this sounds like a lot of work, it's not that much. And don't let, don't let that thought prevent you from doing what is beneficial for you. Anyway, yeah. go ahead, Jamie. Well, that's, that was my point. Um, so you already kind of took it out of my mouth, but I like that stories to it. So there's a rock, one of my recent students who shall remain unnamed. Um, he, um, this is the funny thing. He said, hey, I, I learned all this stuff from you and isolation exercises, this and that. But I, I just wish I'm getting ready to go back on tour. I need something that's just concise that I can do concise. And so it was as simple as, okay, well, you got my ultimate vocal warm-up, which is the 14-minute warm-up. Everyone gets it in Vendera Vocal Academy or you can get it for free on Vendera Publishing. So he does that in the morning. And then I created him a couple of audios that I just texted him and one of them was um, you know a certain exercise and another one was like an ultimate isolation exercise and each exercise was no longer than five or six minutes so basically he had a 14 minute warm-up in the morning he's using the pocket vokes he's got two vocal workout exercises and then he sings his set list and then I'm like hey by the way just keep track every day like in a little diary just check it off I, I did my warm-up I did my songs I did these two exercises. What note did I go to? Uh, and so that's yep. all he's keeping. It's that simple, but it's already changed his mindset. He, he's already growing and like, wow, yeah, this is going to be amazing. So it's it, you don't have to make it overcomplicated. You just have to get started. And that's yep. where a lot of singers, they fall short. And so uh, that brings up a couple points for me. One is that's what mine is. It's did I do my warm up? Did I do my vocal workout? What's the top note I went to? And then how many songs did I do in which which songs? Easy. That's that's nothing. Like I could put like two weeks of vocal workouts on just one sheet of paper if I really wanted to. Um, well, you did that for V twenty four though. You made didn't you make that tracker this part? Oh of yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that that wasn't <laughs> what I was talking about. But yeah, that's right. Like even even just using plain notebook paper. But no, in the V twenty four program we have. Um, the very basic vocal tracker like that. And it is two weeks on one page. Um, and then we have some blank pages and, you know, so it's, it's pretty nifty. But the other thing is, um, dang it. Must, it. Have, been, must have been a lie. <laughs> must have been a lie. <laughs> uh, totally threw me off my train of thought That's there. That's what you get for doing this podcast with a motor mouth. <laughs> you know, you can't, uh, I, can't, I can't let anyone get a word in edgewise. Okay, so the oh, second man. thing, don't just make it up. Just make it up. It'll work anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Darn it. What was I going to say? All right. So I feel like whenever other people like brain fart and forget what they're going to say, they remember it really quickly. But when I do it, I just completely forget about it. And it takes me like a week to remember. Um, oh, okay. Um, there it be. Yeah. Uh, wait, actually, no, that, that, that I remembered something that I wanted to talk about, but it's not for this episode. It's for a different episode. So I still don't know what the thing is. Well, here's what we'll do. Talk. We'll move on to the big third one and maybe, maybe I'll remember. 
If not, you'll get it next week. (laughs) Okay, so the big three things again. Number one is learning time. Number two is practice time. The third one is what I call reflection time. And so reflection time is, here's how I do my reflection time. I like to look at where I was at the start of a given period. So let's say I'm starting V24 in April. Then reflection time, I'll look at my workout tracker one week, two week, three week, four week, all the way through. And then I'll look at it at the end of the, at the end of the, you know, seven weeks of V24. And then I'll say, okay, so at the beginning of when I started V24, my highest note was whatever it was. And at the end of the V24, my highest note is now this. And so now I can look at the progress that I've made. That's very important. Most singers discount this and they think, oh, well, you know, that sounds like a good idea, but then they never do it. Just, and a lot of singers think that about a lot of good ideas. Don't just think they're good ideas, like use them. Um, But if you do that, and you can see, so just singers right now, just listen, just think through this right now. Just imagine you started the, a vocal routine today and you consistently stuck to it every day for the next two months. That's it, just two months, 60 days. At the end of the 60 days, after practicing consistently, ensuring that you're learning along the way, after 60 days, where are you from, from now? Everyone can improve in that short of a time period. Everyone. 30 days is enough. I mean, it's not going to be necessarily a a night and day big difference, but a couple notes, maybe less breath used, better stamina, better pitch. It can be anything. And so 60 days, keep track of it. And so that's actually, I'll just throw this in there, sort of just an impromptu. I didn't even plan this ahead of time. Do a 60-day vocal challenge. Track yourself. Just do it. And then six days from now, send me an email and say, oh, Ben, you're amazing. You're brilliant. Um, (laughs) Even though it's not really my idea. (laughs) Um, But reflect, think about what progress have I made? What do I want to accomplish with my voice? Um, Why am I doing this? You know, what is my motivation here? And seriously think about what you want out of your voice and what you want to be able to do with it. And if you revisit that um, every day, then it's going to make it so much easier for you to actually stick to uh, your practice routine and then achieve your goals. Well, that's why if you're going to do the 60-day challenge, you should keep a diary. And even in the beginning, write a letter to yourself. In the beginning, say, well, this is this is where I'm at, how Phil I'm at now. You know, my breathing's bad, da 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 da, da. I really want to be able to sing you know, some Justin Timberlake at the end of 60 days, I have a goal and and then reflect every day. Like you said, at the end of the day, even in my book mindset, um, I have specific questions you ask yourself in a diary throughout the day. And the very last question is what did I do today to better myself? And you reflect and you actually write it down with not that you have to ask that question like in, in pencil or pen, but you can look back at your daily diary and think, what did, what did I do today to improve my voice during the 60 day challenge? Ooh, Ooh, well, I sang 10 songs. Oh, I see. I've gained a note since yesterday, and I've been on the same note for a week and a half. Yes, I'm, I'm re-improving. So you can have daily reflection to keep you positive, and then at the end of the 60 days, look back and see how much you have grown over that time. You know, it's actually kind of funny that you mentioned that because I actually, uh, you're probably going to kick me for saying this, but I still actually haven't read that book by you. I've obviously read all the other ones. <laughs> 
Um, obviously, I've read all of the other ones, just not that one. Um, <laughs> that's fine. But, um, but, but that's actually something we include in the accountability program. So if you are in the Vondera Vocal Academy in week one, we have the accountability program. And it is a way for you to keep track and track your progress and help keep yourself sticking to what you should do um, either by yourself and with and or with the assistance and help and cooperation of another singer. And so in there we have a bunch of questions. So what time am I going to start singing in the morning? Or what am I gonna? When am I gonna be done singing? When? What am I gonna track? How many songs am I gonna do? Which songs am I gonna do? Um, what am I going to do to reward myself after I'm done with my practice? What am I going to do if I end up not practicing? Um, what did I do today to improve myself as a singer? And so we have some questions like that. I know I just listed off a bunch of them and that might sound a bit laborious and like I'm beating up the point, but it's actually not that complicated. Um, and that's in the accountability program inside of the Vendera Vocal Academy in week one. You know, and so I, uh, <clears throat> we do, for those of you listening, been, we've been lazy with it, but we, we know we read each other's minds. We do the accountability thing together and we have some students. It was funny. I was talking to one the other day. So I reached out to this other VBA member, Vendera Vocal Academy member, and he never heard back from me. What, what, <laughs> what he'd done is we have many people with the same or similar names on the Facebook group. And he had actually reached out to a non-member. And he kept thinking, why did this guy not get back to me? Because he's such, you know, an amazing person and always wanting to work hard on his voice. But I have a couple of VBA members, and I do this from time to time uh, with different members who I think are doing really well or need some guidance. Uh, I'm, they, they message me on Facebook or they text me, and you wouldn't believe the difference. Just knowing that they have to respond to me, they're both working very hard. And, and one had had a lesson with me, and they – uh, they're already saying they can't believe that their voice is getting smoother. It's making more sense. Their band is noticing. And that's just been a week and a half, you know, almost two weeks. And it's just reflecting and, and learning and paying attention and practicing and making sure you're accountable to yourself and to somebody else. That yeah. really ties the big three together so that you do you, – you can't do one without the other. You, you have to have all three if you're going to be successful. Yep, and a lot of singers try to do just one and hope that it's enough. Like if, if you only practice, but you're not learning the right stuff to practice, or you're not like carefully considering what you're doing and tracking your progress, then the practice, you're either going to do it sort of half-heartedly or not consistently, or when you do practice, you're kind of not really put the effort through it. You're just going to kind of go through the motions. If you only learn, that's great to learn, but if you don't use it, that's you might as well have not learned because you're not using it. So... You just wasted your time. And if you reflect on it a lot and you think about what you're doing and you, you know, have your dreams that you're going after, but you never learn or practice, then really you're just kind of wasting your time thinking about something that you're not. So any one doesn't work by itself. Two might kind of get you somewhere, but you want all three. You know, anyone who knows me knows I support coaches and there's only thousands of coaches and there's millions of singers. So there's no, no sense of being selfish or greedy. And that's why I support so many coaches. And actually I've had students who've went on to be coaches or people have read my book and I, I always um, support them. You know, we need more great coaches And it. <laughs> it's funny. Another coach was sending me something saying, look, 
here's a guy who read your book and a couple other books, like my buddy Brett Manning's book, and all of a sudden he's a coach. And basically it was like um, I read the book and I talked to my spirit guides and I pulled it in and now I'm an amazing singer and I got out of product. And I'm like, <clears throat> okay. And then you, the proof is in the pudding. You know, you listen to them sing or watch them teach. And I, I checked out a few things. And I'm like, you know, the concepts are there. You know, you may be a person who's really good at, at re retention, memory retention, and you can spit all this stuff out and understand, oh, well, you know, you got to do this and that and support and reading. But unless you're actually practicing and applying it yourself so that you can do this, you're not going to be able to teach students or you're not going to be able to front your band and, and be, you know, be impressing the fans every night. So don't just read through something and think, oh, got it. I understand breathing now. <clears throat> you know, I'll practice next Tuesday for a hamburger today. Whatever it is, you know, you, you got to put them all into um, into order and do them every day. Vinny, every, every, every we, time you say something, <laughs> something else every, pops every, up. Every time you say something, I have like three things come to mind. Go for um, it. Okay, so one is uh, Jamie and I are not trying to discourage you from being a vocal coach. If that's something you want to do, Absolutely go for it. not. I support so many coaches. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, and and Jamie and I are actually in talks with uh, a couple people who kind of want to work with Jamie a bit more closely to kind of get help in sort of starting up as vocal coaches, which is cool. Um, but the second thing is... Again, <laughs> okay, so right, so we're not discouraging you from uh becoming vocal coaches. If that's what you want to do, then great, go for it. Um, on the flip side, the other point, I, I make this point all the time, and it sounds kind of self serving and it sounds like I'm beating the dead horse, but you kind of need to watch out for who you listen to for advice. Um, and I've said this many, many times, and I'm probably going to say it forever and ever. Not everyone who offers advice is either qualified to make the advice or the advice is necessarily accurate. Um, and so you as the singer, you need to take it upon yourself to evaluate every source of information um, that you listen to or that appears in your life to determine whether or not it makes sense to you. Uh, and that goes for pretty much everything, and especially for singing, because you only have one voice. If you if you have a guitar, you snap the guitar string, you can go buy a new guitar string. You mess up your voice, you can't just go get another one off the shelf. Um, so you have to be very careful with that. And you know, uh, I, Jamie, I think you, I think you were going to say that, but I took it from you. <laughs> no, no, but it, no, I wasn't. You're cool. But what um, it reminds me of. I get a lot of this. I have a lot of people email me like, man, I really want to get extreme scream. And uh, how do I do this? I really want to, to, to growl. And I've been watching YouTube. And then when they, they'll check out my products, and they're like, well, that's completely different than what I learned on YouTube. I was always told you got to grunge to get the sound out. And I'm like, how can this fallacy still be out there? Listen, YouTube is great. There is a lot of cool information on there. And there's some awesome coaches on there. Jeff Alani Stanfield is one of my favorite ones. Mark Baxter. A lot of these guys just doing an amazing job. But then you'll have someone's like, yep, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm from Kentucky and I got into Godsmack one day and I went, I'm so far away and I do it until I spit up blood and that's how you scream. Uh, and then they follow this information and they start ruining their voice and they still get in that mindset. But that's the way I was taught from YouTube. So you do 
have to pick and choose, and you got to use your voice as a gauge. If it hurts, stop. You're doing something wrong. Yep. You got an idea. So, I can see it in your brain. <laughs> yes, yes, I always do. Um, so the first one is I saw a YouTube video on how to sing higher in full voice. And one of the central pieces of advice this coach I will not name uh, said was, as you start getting higher and you start approaching your break point, the way to sing higher past your break point is to squeeze harder and push more air through the vocal cords. <laughs> and that's so this guy saying this 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 guy saying more air to sing higher. And sorry, that is exactly opposite of true. Um, yes. The rhino don't even hired. agree with it. Yeah, this is my dog in the background. He he hears me talking about bad vocal advice, and now he's mad at Tries me. Tries him insane. Um, <laughs> um, he also he also makes those noises. He also like kind of whines and and uh, yelps anytime I'm doing like whistle register stuff. Yep. <laughs> but so this coach on YouTube got a video camera, went on the internet, and either. I, I don't think this person intended to lie and mislead people, but that is what they are doing. They are misleading people, and it is resulting in people experiencing damage to their voices as a result of listening to unqualified uh, people who don't know what they're talking about. And so this is real life, people. Um, you got to be very careful with who you listen to for this stuff. As a matter of fact, singing higher in full voice does not require more air. It requires less. Which is why, right. like with the pocket folks, because it creates that back pressure that comes back and meets your cords. It teaches you to use less breath. So Definitely. yeah, you just have to use um, you know, you have to use common sense. And so, yep. I, know so just, I know we're going on and on. So be vigilant with, with who you listen to. I know we change topics a million times, but we just roll with it and keep it conversational. Uh actually, so I think my dog does kind of wanna want to go, go outside and run around for a little bit. So um, I guess we're going to be done with this episode. Uh, Jamie, you have anything else to add in? No, I think it's good. Study, practice, and reflect, and you'll be amazed. Definitely. Even in just, you know, two months. Do it. You can do it. 60-day challenge, baby. All right. All right. We'll Thanks, see everyone. you in the next Sing Better Fast podcast. Take care. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Sing Better Fast podcast. Be sure to subscribe for new podcast releases, events, and other great vocal resources at singbetterfast.com.